Hi, Pastor Keith, bringing you a message today on wandering in the wilderness. Sometimes God will make us wander in the wilderness as he did the children of Israel for 40 years. Sometimes he will give us an overabundance of blessings. And even though the children of Israel didn't know it, they were actually being blessed in their wandering in the wilderness. So I'll be right back. Then we'll get straight into the message about wandering in the wilderness. In the early books of the Bible, the children of Israel were delivered by God from slavery. The Lord used Moses, a man that had killed an Egyptian, as his vessel for victory. God's chosen vessel for victory was a man who had killed another man. Meaning it doesn't matter who you are or what you've done, God can still use you to be a blessing to others. But you can't be a blessing unless you are obedient. It took Moses 40 years in the wilderness to become obedient, long before he became a deliverer. It took Moses going through a dry place with little or no resources or any help from God in order for him to become obedient to the point that he could be used as a deliverer. It took Moses being cast out of the palace that he was used to living in to come to a place of purpose that God wanted him in. After the children of Israel wandered in their wilderness of slavery over 400 years, God performed many miracles in their lives. He guided them with a pillar of cloud by day and protected them with a pillar of fire by night. God even parted the Red Sea so that the children of Israel could pass through the sea on dry land and escape Pharaoh's army and his chariots. God did miracles to feed them, to protect them, and to even just show them that he is God. But that wasn't enough for the children of Israel. And their lack of appreciation for the one who pulled them out of slavery into a place of promise angered God. So he led them through the wilderness to the border of the Jordan River, which was just across from the Promised Land. But God didn't let those who did not appreciate Him see it. Again, in spite of all the good that God did to help them, in return they did nothing but hurt Him. God fed them, they faulted Him. God protected them, and they pushed him. God did miracles for them, and they still maligned him. Brothers and sisters, there comes a point in our lives when God can get fed up with our actions. And he has stated in his own word that he is not mocked. So he is not going to let us take him or his miracles for granted. What has God done in your life 
that you have yet to appreciate him for? Or what is God doing in your life that you are not appreciating him for? What's your wilderness experience? I'm Pastor Keith. I started this message all the way in the desert so that I could bring you a word about wandering in the wilderness. I'm bringing you this message to help you think for a minute and to help you reflect for a moment about all the many miracles that God has done in your life. I'm bringing you this lesson to help you answer the question to yourself of what, if anything, could it possibly be that is the reason that God is keeping you wandering in the wilderness. When God's anger is kindled and his wrath is upon you, there's only one thing that you can do to change it. And that one thing is to apologize. That one thing is to go to God with godly sorrow, which should lead you to a place of repentance, which should move you to confession, which should take you onto a path of surrender, which should bring you to the point of humility and usher you to a place to where you can be asking and crying out to God for forgiveness. Wandering in the wilderness is just a metaphor for anything that is constantly going wrong in your life. Wandering in the wilderness can mean that you never have enough finance no matter how hard you work or how many hours. Wandering in the wilderness can mean that things seem to always go wrong in your relationships with other people no matter how hard you try. Wandering in the wilderness can mean that no matter how much good you do, people will only ever think about or remember the bad that you've done. Wandering in the wilderness can mean something as simple that you have kids out there in the world somewhere, but you never make an effort to go see them. Wandering in the wilderness can mean that you made a mistake in your past, but people won't let you get over it in your future. What is your wilderness experience? What is it that you are still wandering in the wilderness about? What is it that you have done that either people and or God himself will not let you live past or get through because you have not confessed it repented for it, surrendered it, humbled yourself under it, and then asked God for forgiveness for it. What is your wilderness experience? What is it that is keeping you from making it to the promised land? The children of Israel, they never made it to the promised land, and neither did Moses. And they were so disobedient that God made them wander in the wilderness for 40 years. Now I know it may seem strange to you that God would call Moses into the ministry, that he would raise him up to be a deliverer, that he would allow him into his very presence in the form of a burning bush, and then give him the Ten Commandments on tablets 
written by the finger of God and then not let Moses make it not make it to the place that God had promised them to get to and the promised land they could see it right across the Jordan River but they didn't make it there Moses could see it from the mountaintop right across the Jordan River but he did not make it there so what's your wilderness experience what is it that is keeping you from making it to the place that God has promised you in your very own life. God let the children of Israel wander in the wilderness, in the dry places, in the desert, with the only resources available being that which only he could give them. And he waited for them to repent and they never did. So they died in their disobedience. The very prayers of the children of Israel while they were in Egypt reached heaven, got God's attention, and moved him to a place of compassion where he raised Moses up to be a deliverer, to pull them out of slavery. God even allowed the children of Israel to take riches from the Egyptians for reparations for all that they had been through and their pain and suffering and for the hundreds of years that they spent in bondage but that still wasn't enough for them deliverance from decadence wasn't enough for them freedom and the promise of a new life in a new land wasn't enough for them even riches in reparations wasn't enough for them. The children of Israel still wanted more. They had freedom and riches, a new life, and they were headed to a new land. And it still wasn't enough for them. So, God let them wander in the wilderness for 40 years and then let them die in their disobedience. Brothers and sisters, have you been delivered from something, but you are still wandering in the wilderness of disobedience? Have you been set free from something, but are still holding God responsible for you being in bondage? Have you been given benefits and blessings and are still not appreciating that which has been bestowed upon you? Have you been before God to ask for one thing and then when he gives it to you, it's not enough? What is your wilderness experience? What is it that God has blessed you with that you are still trying to mock him for? Brothers and sisters, your wilderness experience could be lack of wisdom. It could be a quarrelsome wife. It could be you waiting on justice for something that has happened to you, or it could be you waiting for a job. It could be that you are still in bondage to something and are waiting on freedom, or it could be that you lack finance. 
Your wilderness experience can even be you waiting on a breakthrough or a blessing. Or it could be that you won't allow yourself to be honest with yourself about the reason or what it is that is holding you back and keeping you wandering in the wilderness. It could be something as simple as your wilderness experience is keeping a wall of worry around your heart. Your wilderness experience could have you asking for things instead of asking God for His will. Your wilderness experience could keep you praying for riches instead of righteousness. Your wilderness experience could keep one part or one area of your life so dry that it seems dead. Brothers and sisters, one of the miracles that God did while he had the children of Israel wandering in the wilderness for 40 years is that he never let their clothes or their shoes wear out in 40 years and they still did not appreciate it. So what is it that God has given you, has done for you, is doing for you, or has promised you that you do not appreciate or have not taken time to thank him for and it has you wandering in the wilderness of disobedience or caused you to be disobedient after you received it what is your wilderness experience I started this message from a dry place in the desert in the wilderness to show you how to get to a place of abundance in your abilities to show you how to get to a state of sacrifice instead of selfishness to show you how to add magnificence to your ministry. Brothers and sisters, the desert is hot, but hell is a whole lot hotter. And you do not want to be wandering in either one of them for 40 years. <laughs> in the desert, there are snakes and scorpions and dust storms and cactus and other deadly creatures such as fire ants and poisonous spiders and God protected the children of Israel from all of it and they still were never humbled to the place or to the point of appreciation the children of Israel never got to experience God's promise of a land flowing with milk and honey so don't let the wilderness be your dry place don't let God's promise of a new land or a new life escape you. Don't wander in the wilderness, being too stubborn or too proud to thank God for all that he has done, is doing, and continues to do in your life. Don't wander in the wilderness because you are fed up with people in the church. Churches are filled with people that have problems. But you do not go to church for the people. Whatever church you attend, there will be problems because the problems are within the people. For example, in churches all over the land, and I've been to a lot of them, there are pastors and first ladies and other leaders who are on fire and full of passion in the pulpit. 
but they are full of pride and pretense everywhere else. But that does not mean that you cannot attend that church and help make a difference. Pride and pretense is not going to expose itself. So if God is sending you there to be the vessel that he can use to bring that to the surface, then let God use you. Let him bring you out of the wilderness into a place of promise and purpose so that he can use you to expose the pride and the pretense. In churches all over the land, and again, I've been to a lot of them, there are pastors and first ladies and other leaders who are sanctified for the Lord, but they are still sleeping with some of the saints. You are not there. You are not going to the church for the people. You go to worship God. Brothers and sisters, God used a murderer named Moses to perform many miracles. And I'm sure that you, because the Bible says, all have fallen short. All have sinned and fallen short of his glory. So what is it that you have done in your past that you need to set aside so God can pick you up, raise you up, so that God can use you for his will and for his purpose and for his glory. Wandering in the wilderness can mean that you don't know what to do or you don't know where to turn. Wandering in the wilderness can mean that you think all hope is lost for help and you can't see that God has resources all around you. Wandering in the wilderness can mean that you've given up hope of ever finding a way out of or being delivered from your addiction. Wandering in the wilderness can mean that no matter how much you focus on salvation, sin always finds its way to your door. Wandering in the wilderness can mean that you keep doing right to someone who always does wrong to you. Wandering in the wilderness can mean that even though you've been delivered from something, the devil is always trying to convince you that it's better to be back in bondage. What is your wilderness experience? What is keeping you wandering in a place where you can't see which way to turn? What is keeping you wandering in a place that you are unfamiliar with? What is keeping you wandering in a place of pride and pretense instead of passion and purpose? What is keeping you wandering in a place of being afraid to be bold and step out to walk into your ministry? What is keeping you wandering from one place to the next, searching for what you already have? What is your wilderness experience? Brothers and sisters, as I come to a close, I want you to remember this saying, if we do not learn from our mistakes, we will likely repeat them. I say that to say this. Learn from the wilderness experience of the children of Israel. Learn from their mistakes. Learn from their disobedience and learn from them being unappreciative and all the things that they went through during their wilderness experience. Learn from it so that God doesn't have a reason to keep you wandering in the wilderness. Brothers and sisters, learn from their mistakes. Because there is help and there is hope and there is a right way to turn and a right way to go. And God wants each of us to see and to have these things available to us. And he wants us to see that in spite of all the mountains and all the obstacles in our way, 
that once you've made it over and through the mountain, that there is a blessing just ahead in the valley. Brothers and sisters, stop wandering in the wilderness and get in God's will so that he can open the door to blessings of abundance over your life today. I'm Pastor Keith. May God bless you. May he keep you today and always in Jesus' name. Amen.